the actual coronavirus, which they've never isolated. I want you guys to understand this, that there is no coronavirus pandemic. They've never isolated the cell. There's been so many FOIA requests for the CDC, the National Institutes of Health, and NIAD, the National Infectious, uh, National, was the Institutes of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. They've been FOIA'd so many times to produce the actual virus, and they can't actually produce it. But they keep going up with these positive tests due to these uh, faulty RT-PCR tests, which we talked about ad nauseum over the last year and a half, over the last couple of years. So what happens is that these, uh, quote unquote, once you have that jab, it gets into your body. Of course, your body immediately recognizes and it mobilizes your white blood cells uh, because it, it recognizes a foreign intruder. But what happens is that because of the nature and the, the diabolically ingenious design of these, quote unquote, vaccines or shots or bio jabs, I call them. It tricks the body into thinking that those things are actually friendlies, and it helps actually escort the actual contents of the jab into every single cell of the body. And then the body overreacts by overproducing these neutralizing uh, antibodies. And that's when we, they, they start talking about cytokine storm. That's when you get the runny noses, the, the rundown feeling. You know, you feel like you're sick. You feel like you got the flu. You know, you feel like you need chicken soup. You know, you don't have any energy level, you're all lethargic and everything else. And that's the number one sign that it's actually beginning to penetrate every single cell in your body. And so your body, if it overproduces that response after, after being quote unquote vaccinated, that's when they start talking about breakthrough diseases or breakthrough infections. It has nothing to do with that. There is no covid virus in and of itself. They've never been able to isolate it. There's been court cases one in Portugal and court cases run in, in uh, Canada when people are requesting, okay, well, show me the actual virus. And they can't even come up with the genetic sequence of the virus because that whole thing about it being a virus is just basically a smokescreen when the idea is to put this genetic payload into people's bodies in order for it to trick the body. That's the first Trojan horse. Our first Trojan horse is putting the genetic constructions inside of the fat cells and then freezing it so that the minus 70, minus 80, minus 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So there's very little molecular activity so that when they do put it in your body at 98, 4, and 6, all of a sudden this, everything begins to quote unquote melt. The fat cell dissolves into your system and now it's inside the nucleus of your cell. They can unload that genetic payload. That's the second Trojan horse that happens. And so what happens is, is that your body begins to grow dependent, just like if you're a drug addict, your body uh, begins to grow dependent on these actual jabs in order to maintain their natural, what they call equilibrium or, or state of health, because the body will always try to put itself back towards homeostasis, equilibrium, no matter what you do to it. Your body will always, always do that, but this hijacks uh, the whole process. So there's actually three Trojan horses, the actual uh, diabolical design of the actual components of the uh, quote unquote vaccine that has in, you know, HEK-293 immortalized human, uh, human embryonic kidney cells inside of it. So you're actually supporting human trafficking because that's why they have the live birth abortions, because in order to get those viable uh, human cells, they actually have to 
have the baby come to full term and then kill the baby while it was alive without no anesthesia in order to take the kidneys out in order to do it. I mean, it's very, once you realize that how monstrous this whole process is, you're going to be appalled. And people are literally going to want to scratch that, that stuff out of every cell of their body, but it's too late once you do that. So that's the first Trojan horse. The second Trojan horse is when it tricks the body into instead of fighting off this foreign substance that they're putting into your body, it actually tricks the body into escorting it into every single cell. And the third Trojan horse is when it actually starts to overwrite your body's genetic instructions. And now your body is nowhere, it's not even human anymore. So whatever they decided to put inside your body. Anything besides the second dose, aren't you admitting by, by de facto, aren't you admitting that the first dose fell when you start talking about the second booster, aren't you saying that the first initial dose and then the, and then the second booster fell again, that's a hallmark of antibody dependent enhancement, but they're not telling the people that they're just saying that the, the vaccine loses its effectiveness after two or three months, which is bullshit. What happens is, is that your body your body grows to be dependent on this thing because your natural immune system has been overwritten. It's literally, it's literally been deleted, just like you delete a file from your computer. Then when your body tries to repair itself, the DNA, the broken DNA fragments, your body can't do it. I like this quote here, one that's not simply locked down the entire planet without already having control of every government. And so now we're beginning to see that. I mean, it's doing exactly what it's designed to do, but they're trying to normalize it. And you look at the countries that are most vaccinated. These are the most vaccinated countries there are in the Netherlands, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Denmark. And then now how they're having all these different cases that are coming out. But nobody wants to talk about what's going on. Now we're seeing this whole Omicron come out, strain come out, which we predicted, right? And so this is what they're up to now, you know? So, so it's the Omicron, which is they push up the schedule, obviously, six months. Just so you can see that this has been going on literally since the year 2002 with Ralph Barrick over at the University of North Carolina, uh, the bat lady, Dr. Xi over at the Wuhan lab, Echo Health Alliance uh, with uh, Peter Daszak and then Dr. Fossey and all his people over at the National Institutes of Health. This gives you a breadcrumb trail going back to 2000 about how this whole thing was set up, including all the patents. So you see the original Barrick email about they're going to give him Echo Health Alliance, going to give him some sort of honorarium for what he's been doing. And again, this is proof that this virus was, this whole thing was created in the United States as far as his gain of function research on this particular virus. And the virus was released, but they cannot find any evidence of a virus because it's made from a lab. That's why it's so elusive. They can't put their fingers around it. Even the fact that how they set up the pandemic if you notice back since the year 2000, literally, if you notice that they had all kinds of diseases come out, they had, uh, what is it, bird flu, avian flu, they called it, H1N1, H1N51, they had MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, they had SARS come out before, SARS-CoV, get that, right, SARS, acute, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, that virus came out, Ebola came out. AIDS came out. All this stuff came out literally since they started to incentivize these public institutions in a commercial sort of way. And that was the Baidal legislation that was enacted back in the 1980s. I think it was 1986, Baidal, that basically commercialized and 
prostituted all our institutions of trust that we normally come depend on to be watchdogs against these industries. It got them all into bed. And you combine that with the fact the revolving door between high government officials and big pharma is just one great big incestuous relationship. You know, my family the other day was watching the, um, uh, what do you call it, Squid Games. I watched a couple of episodes of it and it started to make me sick to my spirit. And I told them, you, you know, you guys got to change the channel. I don't want to watch this anymore. Uh, because you can just see how they were beginning to, these elites were beginning to, they got all the money in the world, all the things in the world, they're bored and got nothing else to do. So they decided to move from uh, video games on a computer to live video games using humans and being able to basically play a simple game like Red Light, Green Light. They had a giant doll with the tree, you know, next to the tree and had like two or 300 people out there. And the rules of the game was if you got caught moving, you were eliminated from the game. When they say eliminated, they really mean it because when that big doll turned around and she saw any movement whatsoever, when her eyes cued on you, it was a laser, a laser guided machine guns that would take you out right there in the spot, you know? And then it's uh, all about people being in debt, right? Again, that was a nod to this debt-based society that we're in. Here, of course, is that famous meeting that he's talking about when uh, Rand Paul is cornering Fosse and catching in all kinds of lies. And I totally resent the lie you are now propagating. You see where the NIH begins to admit all the way to the day about how all this was planned, how all this was colluded with, including the actual release and the military games came in somewhere around here about how the pandemic started to be released around the world. And then the censorship came in. December 12, 12, 12, uh, 2019 is when Moderna actually had the contract with the United States government. Here's the World Military Games, Wuhan 2019. And then less than two months after that initial outbreak from the World Military Games, when all these athletes are getting sick, all of a sudden Moderna signs this. And bear in mind that Moderna has been in business over 10 years, nine failed clinical trials starting at stage two. They never got anything going whatsoever until they release this virus, which is mostly a psychological operation more than anything else for people. The government actually owns patents on the virus itself. Our own government, National Institutes of Health, Anthony Fauci personally, Ralph Barrick personally with Echo Health Alliance. When you start looking into the following the money trail, you'll see that there was an arms race going on since the year 2000. That's why all these different diseases and vaccines were coming out. And then all of a sudden the pandemic begins and then all of a sudden the ah shit and then everybody needs to cover their ass. And here's the censorship of the whole COVID ordeal that we've all been dealing with us and our families for the last two years. These people need to be brought to justice.